Greetings, Mary Meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Dwellers podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Marilyn. And I'm Runa. And today is July 22nd, 2017. Already. What's going on, Marilyn? Mm, Not too much, just you know, same thing as last week, still taking pictures, enjoying the summertime weather. I love listening to the animals at night. Mm. All the wonderful animals at night coming out to play in this wonderful weather. The coyotes, the owls, the bear. We had a bear in our backyard last week. I loved it so much. I just wanted to go out and snuggle him. (laughs) I did. Be careful with that. I know, I know. I know. He's a teenager, and his mom is always around, and every couple of years she has babies. She's been seen on the parkway a little bit now. I know. That it's, you shouldn't do that. But he was just so damn cute. I just wanted to go out there and give him a big hug. i just like to remind our listeners that if they have any comments, the best way to reach us is our website, countrydwellers.com. Leave a message on the post for the podcast so we can answer it both at the website as well as maybe in future episodes of our podcast. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd enjoy doing that. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get down the road a little bit and we're able to do kind of a Q&A episode. That would be fun. For sure, for sure. I know that we were, we've seen some conversations on Facebook and you and I were having some conversations about this whole quote-unquote witch hunt that's going on. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. want to, I know that we were kind of discussing it prior to beginning the recording, but then we decided, hey, let's really talk about it on the recording instead. What are your thoughts on that right now? Well, uh, to give our listeners kind of a background, ITZY has uh, closed or made sellers who have metaphysical items or anything from like oils or spell bags or witch balls or anything that someone could link to the occult and they've asked they've either removed the items or closed the shop completely and as an itsy member myself i had to kind of take a stand because in my belief it's discrimination because you can see metaphysical items from other religious beliefs such as rosaries or uh, worry beads what have you and they're not held to the same standards So I closed my Etsy shop, and then right after all of that began, Square, who is a mobile app to do credit card transactions, basically doing the same thing. If it has anything to do with the pagan world, they're refusing service to those people. See, I don't know. I mean, I've been reading about it on Facebook, but of course not everything you read on Facebook is absolutely Mm -hmm. true. And... You have to wonder, too, okay, so is Etsy really honing down on the metaphysical businesses, or did Etsy change some of their selling policies that made it 
harder for businesses that not only sell oils, which FDA regulations and things like that, but certain items, I mean, did they did they make it harder on those businesses or did they make the selling procedures harder on all businesses and those businesses had to get out? As a, as a former ITSE seller, as well as buyer, they didn't change their selling standards as far as like, you know, how you presented it and what have you. And most of the people whose shops were closed had A1 ratings from their clientele. Mm-hmm. And I don't really understand. I, at one time, was asked to remove sage bundles that I had. Gotcha. And they asked they asked me to change some language in the selling. You know, so basically, if you say, you know, you use this to, to clear negativity, they wanted that out. Really? Yeah. So, because it, it was a metaphysical... You know, basically any belief or intention behind the item, Mm -hmm. like if you were selling like, you know, moon water or anything like that, and any of the intentions behind it, they wanted that removed. Hmm. And it's still a handcrafted item. Mm -hmm. It, you know, doesn't say it's going to cure cancer or anything like that. Right, because I know that you cannot say stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Um, I think anybody who's on Etsy looking for items like that, understands that yeah for the most part I know that that I do a lot of shopping on Etsy I I love all of the beautiful mm-hmm. creative minds that sell their pieces on there I mean there's so many amazing one-of-a-kind mm-hmm. articles on Etsy from so many beautiful creators throughout this entire world I I love that website I hate to think that they are cutting out metaphysical aspect And I can't say, I mean, you're saying yes, I can't say that I've seen it or not seen it because I really haven't paid attention to it. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've seen a couple articles, but I haven't delved deeper into it to do all the background research. Mm -hmm. Understood. I just, you know, and I waffled for a couple of weeks. I started seeing, like, people who I supported, other Mm -hmm. pagans, their work be affected by it. Yeah. And I waffled for a little while and I was like, wait, you know, maybe this is, they they had a change of leadership in ITZY and, you know, they were trying to streamline some things. So maybe it was just part of that shuffle and it'll get corrected soon enough. And then I got emails that raised red flags in my mind. That language said, they're clean and shop. And they were making no bones about the fact that they had no room for basically the pagan audience. And I feel bad leaving Etsy as not just a seller, but that I will have one less avenue to support local artists or artisans and stuff. But there are other markets out there that I will be supporting. And I'm hoping that other people will just step up and and either Etsy will change their policies, which Mm -hmm. would be great. Like what other markets? Well, I, I need to know only because I was actually going to open a shop on mm-hmm. Etsy, but now I feel as though I need to do some research into that to mm-hmm. determine whether or not I even want to waste my time on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I there's others out there, and I'm, I'm struggling to think of them right off the top of my head right now, but... I make a, you know, pretty concerted effort to go to local shows too mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm I'm looking for that. I mean, clearly there's still eBay. I've got problems with them too, but you know, that's me. 
Um, <laughs> they're not they're not picking on pagans per se. So, <laughs> so yeah, I I will I will get a good list of other markets and we will discuss them next week for sure. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I, I have my in-house shop, but I was looking to expand to online. Yeah, and no, Etsy was great for that. I mean, I I could sell everything from my beard balms to my jewelry yeah. to, for a while, my daughter had different things that she sold. I my herb combinations that were both used in cooking and magic rituals, and it was great. But just I have to take a stand if they're going to... Just, I mean, literally, people who are pagan and had shops there woke up one morning and their shops were closed. That's very saddening. Yes. And if you talk to them and you know them, and because I don't have permission to say, hey, so-and-so, this happened to so-and-so, I'm not going to call them out on it, but I wouldn't make a big deal about this if it wasn't real. Yeah. Did you see that recently Canada passed the okay on witchcraft? Yes, I did. (laughs) I know, just one more thing of why I want to move to Canada. (laughs) You know, I I have a friend who I was talking with this past Sunday and she moved up there not too long ago. She's probably been there about a year and a half now, not quite two years. And um, I was telling her about my frustration with getting better from this pneumonia bout and kind of working the American healthcare system and leaving messages for doctors and nurse practitioners and trying to get better because I'm not getting better. And she just said, healthcare is free here. I don't have any of the worries here that I did in the United States. I didn't feel like we were one medical emergency away from complete ruin. Hmm. And she's like, I can go to the doctor, get things taken care of. They are proactive. They call me. I don't have to go chase the doctor down. Hmm. My drugs are covered. She pays a nominal fee yearly for vision and dental and it's great care. And the United States is the only country in the quote-unquote first world that has this issue. And it's just really, really troubling because my belief system says you take care of people. You take care of the planet. You take care of the creatures on the planet. And we're not doing that as a nation. And so it's frustrating. No, I I get it. I, I understand where you're coming from. There's just everywhere there's also people that take advantage of certain systems and things like that too. So... I, I get I get all that. I understand all that. And yes, I would love to take care of everyone as well. It's just, it is a lot harder mm-hmm. than just taking care of everybody. It's a lot of uh, hurdles to jump to get to that The rest utopia. of the world does it. Why can't we? Do we want to the tarot card of the week? Of course. And get into it? Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let me just shuffle these really quick. It's hard to get political on everybody, but... It's hard not to some days. Yes, it is hard not to. Well, when you are wanting to help people and things like that, it is hard not to talk about the politics of -hmm. this world. But it's not just about the politics. It's about how we're viewing each other in this world, Mm -hmm. too, that I think even more so takes center stage, you know, and, and how we as humans are treating one another in mm-hmm. this world and you know we can blame it on our politics and all that stuff but what we actually need to do is take acknowledgement of how we treat our brothers and sisters 
in this world. And once we band together as brothers and sisters, as humans, then we can stand up and say, look, we are a team. We love each other. This is, these are the things that we want to change in this world. And then real changes can be made. But right now, to me, the most important thing is fighting all this fucking hatred that's mm-hmm. going on in our world. Hatred yeah. towards things. Hatred towards other people. Hatred towards certain words. Hatred towards... Let's, we all just need to focus on that unconditional love that we have the capability of giving, receiving, and being, but yet we choose to not do it. And that, to me, takes center stage. Okay, so your Eight of Wands is the card for today. And it's a really great card for today because we are in summer and your wands are your fire. They're your southern aspect. They are your ego, your desire, your passion, your creativity, your transformation, your sexual desire, all of those wonderful things that come into aspect. And the eight of wands is talking about things moving very fast. So these projects, especially the creative projects that you are working on right now, Mm -hmm. are going to be moving very fast. But we are also in a certain point of moon phase and things like that that I need to remind you to, even though the card says things are going to be moving very, very fast right now, especially that creative aspect, that uh, that transformation, that fire that's happening. Fire can move very fast and transform things. But what I want everyone to remember right now is with this moon phase, and Neptune and retro and all that that we're going to talk about in a minute. It's also a very good time to remember to take a timeout. Mm-hmm. Remember to take a timeout. So if you feel at all as though your mind won't stop, the creative aspect is overwhelming you at this time, and your uh, ego is overwhelming you, things like that, and you're moving too fast, it's okay to take a timeout. Just do it. Just take one. And so that's going to be your eight of wands for this week. Wonderful. So we we still have quite the theme going. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, I see. Yeah, we do. This whole uh, since we've started, we've had a theme going. It's it's very cool how one is connecting with the other one. It's it's quite amazing, actually. I love it. So now it's off to talk about witches' almanac stuff which this week I kind of want to focus on water, although I know it's fire season. But when I was meditating, kind of saying, okay, what do we, what, what should we talk about in this particular section of our podcast? Water in your gardens, water conservation is a big thing in the pagan community. Heck, anything to do with environmental stewardship. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to encourage folks to be seeking out easy ways to water their veggies and herbs and flowers sustainably. If you have rain barrels, that's great. But many of us are living in areas where there's drought. Yes. So you need to look at things like maybe recycling your gray water, using soaker hoses on timers, planting things that are native. If you look at the recent heat wave in the southern west coast of North America, where they've had warmer temps than even the Sahara Desert, that's a huge signal that Mother Earth is in need of our careful stewardship. Yes. AKA climate change is real and we need to change the way we live as much as possible. No shit. 
There's a ton of resources on permaculture that can teach you how to plant things together in a manner that minimizes water usage, as well as it's, it's healthier for the plants. And mulch, use mulch because it helps your plants use up water more effectively. And I know that when we were talking about this, you brought up rain barrels and yes. that's in some states or some counties, it's illegal it's to, illegal collect, to water. collect rainwater. And and maybe that's where people need to focus their efforts to change those rules. Because mm-hmm. And the, the funny thing was asinine. is, it is totally asinine. The funny thing was is when I checked on this, these are laws from hundreds of years ago. Like uh-huh. these laws are so old, it's unreal. But a lot of people don't realize that you can actually get into trouble for collecting rainwater. Now, that's it's not Washington State has no rules on Correct. It. They did, and that law changed. Well, in the eastern side of the state, where water is much more of an issue, mm. right? Uh, here in western Washington, we don't have that. Now, there are some uh, how, homeowners associations and subdivisions. Yeah, they that, don't like seeing those rain barrels But there's around. beautiful rain barrels now. They're not just these big black or blue Correct. collection containers anymore. They've got... They look like, you know... They look like part of your yard landscape. They're very lovely. They look like pottery, and they can have flowers on top. I mean, you can reuse that water to wash a car. You can reuse that water to plant. You can, in in your gardening, you can Mm -hmm. reuse that water for a multitude of different things so you don't have to turn on that spigot outside and waste water. Even in Washington, we have drought. Not just eastern Washington, but western Washington. Mm -hmm. We get times where we don't get rain here for... A month, we um, won't have rain. Last, last year, we went forty six days with yeah, no rain in it the was, summer. I mean, and we it was paid. Bad. We paid for it later on with like three hundred days of rain. But you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but contributing to that is also our snowpack. You know, in, right. In the last couple of years, our snowpack has not been what it has been in the Cascades and the Olympics. Exactly. And so. Yeah, we're not to the degree that they're suffering, like, say, in California, but right. we're still in a drought. And anyone who makes claims that we should have a water pipeline from Seattle to Los Angeles, yeah, William no. Shatner, yeah. is not really clued in to the climate change that's even happening in traditional wet, temperate rainforest yes. areas. Exactly. So Exactly. It's unfortunate. People need to start doing a little bit more research into that. It is real. It is happening. Respect our Mother Earth. Help her out as much as you can. Collect that rainwater. Start using some xeriscaping in your yard if you if you can. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, here we have the grass that grows naturally, all that good stuff. But I never water my grass. We don't water. I, I don't water. I have our very grass little quote unquote lawn on my property. But I don't water it. Yeah, we don't. Ever. We don't water our grass either. It no. just it you know in the summertime it gets dried out and that's, that's just how it that's is. The cycle of and life. And then fall comes and it grows back again from the rain. So yeah, let's let's look at how we can conserve water and use it more wisely. And that's a very you know it's not just hedge witchy. It's just smart. that's world witchy. Yes. Very much you so. know, and uh, one of the ways that you can conserve is those um, toilet handles that do number one and number two. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always if it's mellow or if it's yellow, let it mellow. You know, and my husband's like, hell no. <laughs> I 
still do that. Babe and I are so Dharma and Greg. It's unreal. It's crazy. But we make it work and we love the shit out of each other. So I guess that's all that matters. Okay, so let's go into moon cycles because we have got a... I'm very excited about this moon cycle. Oh my gosh. We have got a beautiful... Talking about water. We've got a beautiful tide coming over us with this moon cycle. So... Um, get your surfboards out, <laughs> get your wakeboards out, whatever you want to get out, get your canoe out, whatever you want to get out, and just ride it. Just ride it, sit under that moon, and enjoy it. So right now, our moon phase, uh, as of 722, is the waning crescent moon. And waning is when the moon appears to us to be decreasing in size from from the earth. It looks like it's decreasing in size. Uh, This intermediate moon phase is the last phase of the lunar month. It starts just after the third quarter moon, which was last week's um, discussion, and lasts until the following new moon. The waning crescent moon is also known as the old moon, the moon of harvest, or the crone moon, just to name a few. This moon carries with it the energies of release and banishment. So right now you are continuing your work from last phase. You're continuing the releasing and the banishment, but this is the time to consciously let it go. So don't just say it, do it. To help with this, you might actually want to physically remove yourself from any situation that is causing obstruction of your release. So if there are friends that keep bringing that negative aspect into your life at time, get just, just you know what, disassociate yourself with them for a little bit. If you don't want to break off that tie right now, what you need to do to clear up your energy and to really release and banish for you, for your sake, is just to not be around them at this time. That's going to be your best thing to do. This is the time to ready yourself for rebirth with the new moon by resting, recuperating, maybe with some meditation, cleansing, being aware of what you are what you're eating, your water intake, your hydration, all of that stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about being aware of what you're eating as Runa just ate a part of her pastry. (laughs) Shit, I'm caught. I love it. So at this time, our moon sits in the sign of Pisces, which is a feminine aspect ruled by the planet of Neptune, also the god of the sea, Hmm, which is now in retro. And at this time, it is the element of water. And I'm sure that you are seeing some connections here. Moon, goddess aspect, Pisces, feminine aspect, element of water, cleansing, emotional, feminine, like the goddess Gaia healing you in her watery womb. And, oh, Pisces, half body, half spirit, Symbolized by the two fish tied to one another, always swimming in opposite directions. And just like the waves that ebb and flow, Pisces have shifting emotional currents, conflicting desires, and extremes extremes of temperament. But remember, like the ocean, they also have hidden depths that some will never be able to see. Although 
they have the ability to see into your soul. Pisces are extremely intuitive. They're full of compassion and intuition, but can also be taken far away by addiction. They have a, quite a few Pisces I know actually have huge addictive personalities, addiction to one thing or another. So now I wanna take it even a little bit further and go a little bit deeper into the water element but don't bump wordplay. I love it. Uh, the water element of the aspect of Pisces. Water is the element of emotion, intuition, healing, subconscious, compassion, receptiveness, and represented by the suit of cups in tarot. It's also emotion. I, I need you to remember again the emotional aspect of of the water element and of Pisces encompasses all emotion, not just love. A lot of people concentrate on the love, but Pisces and the water element encompasses all of the emotions that we feel, which are a huge, wide gamut of emotions. My favorite stone to represent water is aquamarine. I love it. It's so beautiful. If you can find, chrysocolla is also another good one, but aquamarine I love because sometimes you can find ones with rainbows inside of them. They have just oh, the right cool. crack and they have rainbows inside of them. It's amazing. So Pisces is ruled by the planet Neptune. Neptune is the planet of mystery, glamour, deception, illusion, and powered by imagination. Representing dream life and mystic qualities, it's often called the planet of bewitchment. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling that this moon is an amazing one for divination, connecting to spirit, dream work, and get this, if you were born under the Pisces moon, these aspects are amplified, crazy amplified. So think about it. At this time, if you found a intuitive psychic medium that was born under the Pisces moon, is Pisces sign, all of that, think about how amazing they would be to have a reading with at this time. And let's not forget, Neptune is also the ancient god of the sea. Neptune is, however, in retrograde. And what does this mean for you right now under the Pisces emotionally fueled moon? It means you're going to go freaking crazy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're not. Too late. You're not. Because you're going to listen to this podcast and like I said, you're going to get your boards out. You're going to get your boats out. You're going to get your rafts out. And you're going to ride these waves that are going to come to you. If they come to you. They may not at all. You never know. So... What this is going to mean for you is that this may be an especially sensitive time. You may be faced with karmic repercussions and want to escape this reality into your own dream world to lessen the pain by accessing the higher spiritual dimension. This is a time when addictive behavior can rear its head in a big way, so please be aware of that. Um, this is actually a wonderful time for spiritual self-development. So use that yoga, meditation, tarot, swimming, etc. Stay healthy. Stay mentally strong in this emotional time. And remember, like I said, time outs are your friend right now. So don't be afraid to take that wonderful time out. It's needed all the time, but right now it, it might really be needed. So with all that being said... I'm just going to do a quick summation to lead into the magic that this moon would be beneficial in. We have crone moon for conscious releasing, conscious releasing and banishing. 
we have huge feminine moon sign elemental aspect at play here meaning healing intuition and emotion then we have Neptune in retro, meaning these emotions can be greatly accentuated. Number one, I would be doing a lot of dream work at this time, huge dream work going on. I mean, you're connecting to subconscious intuition right now, huge dream work going on. Remember to communicate as much as you can about those dreams in your dream journal and dive even deeper into those dreams. Try and direct them as to where you might want to go at this time. Right now, I would say with all of this to take a ritual cleansing bath. And as you lie in the tub, put your ears under the water so that the only thing that is out of the water is your nose. Listen to the silence of the water hear and feel your heart. Now you're in the womb. You're healing. As you get out of the tub and the water drips off of you and down into the drain, you have released all negative aspect attached to you. You embrace pleasure, forgive others, and open your heart to those you care for. You are cleansed. You are divine. And just so you know, um, Runa and I will, will uh, put a little recipe for a ritual bath soak on our website for you. Um, and a quick reminder, your next Esbet moon phase is July 23rd, so tomorrow. Your new moon will be rising in Pisces and setting in Leo. <coughs> and at that time, I also believe that the sun is in Leo. So fire aspect really takes over at that time. Wonderful. Because we're still cruising along post-summer solstice and getting ready for our first big harvest around the first part of August. Mm -hmm. August. Um, so for the wheel of the year, enjoy the sun, enjoy the rivers and oceans and lakes since we have this strong Pisces Get and in Nept that water. Neptune element. Revel in it because it goes so quickly. It does. <laughs> it does. Take some time. Spend it in that water. Cleanse. Heal. Yeah. For our recipe of the week, we are doing beans and greens stew. Yummy. Which is pretty much straight from the garden or the larder pantry items saved from last harvest. You're going to need a knob of coconut oil or ghee. I want to tell everybody that Trader Joe's is a great source for coconut oil or ghee. Mm -hmm. Really inexpensive organic coconut oil from them is a staple in our household. One red onion chopped, six cloves of garlic minced, a teaspoon of smoked paprika, I like a little extra paprika because I love paprika, especially if it's smoked. <laughs> uh, five bay leaves, a pinch of chili flakes. The bay leaves and chili flakes, I those are harvested as well as the garlic on my property. Cracked black pepper, sea salt. We uh, turn this into a quote-unquote meatless meal and we use a package of uh, soy crumbles. Mm. We call it feet in our house, fake mm. meat. <laughs> Fake plus meat equals feet. <laughs> I don't know. I, hey, babe, where's the feet? Can you put that in our meal tonight? I want some feet. 
<laughs> and then you're going to need two and a half cups of cooked white beans. I use a combination of navy and cannellini beans. I love white beans. Yeah, you can just, if you don't have dry beans, canned beans are fine. Just rinse them, get the extra salt off of them. So you could, you would use a can of navy beans and a can of cannellini beans. Two cups of packed shredded Swiss chard. Mm. Stems and all, just chop it all up. Swiss chard is on its way out. It's getting too hot for that. Two cups of vegetable broth. Again, I make my own. One can of, and you can use canned here, or you can, if you've got tomatoes coming in already, lucky you. <laughs> but you want about a cup and a half of whole tomatoes. Okay. Chopped up. And then olive oil to garnish. Just grab your that cauldron. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Grab your cauldron, and this doesn't take long, maybe 30 minutes max. And I have all, again, the list of the ingredients and the instructions on our website for this. And once again, I, I love it when you put the recipes on here because not only do they sound amazing, but they don't sound fattening at all. <laughs> it's taken me a long time in my life to get to a point where I found yummy food that's very satisfying that is good for you. Yeah, they sound so healthy. We're not very good at that here in America. We no, really are not. we're not. We're not. And you know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of fast food and junk food. You know, I'm junk food junkie. And so when I look at things like this, I'm like, oh, maybe I can cook that. And then I think, no, I'll have somebody else cook that for me, but I'm going to eat it, and it's going to taste great. <laughs> and it's virtually fat-free. I can't go wrong. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the, the highest fat content is in the oil that you use, but you need that kind of fat in your diet. That's actually. good fat. Mm -hmm. And the beans are great protein, you mm -hmm. know? So that's wonderful. I, I really yeah, like if you, it. If, there's a lot of people who have soy sensitivity, and you could totally take that out. Mm -hmm. it, it won't take away from the nutritional value. I just have big meat eaters in my family, and this is a healthy alternative to using ground beef. I'm definitely a carnivore. Yeah. I love my Or like meat. my daughter said when she was very young that she was a carnival. <laughs> well, I might be a carnival, too. <laughs> I'll have to ask my babe about that. No. <laughs> So, yeah, seriously, though, that recipe takes about 30 minutes. Once you have your ingredients together, I mean, it probably takes longer to get your ingredients together, you know, grabbing stuff from the pantry and, and preparing and all and that stuff. stuff. And But cooking it on the stovetop, 20, 30 minutes, depending on how long you want to let it simmer. So, like, you just need to make sure that the beans are nice and soft and the veggies are nice and soft at that time. Yeah, you're going to need, the beans need to be cooked already. Okay. <clears throat> and... You know, like I can, I can a lot of my own beans, right. but there's great healthy canned beans in the grocery store anymore. And the, my biggest tip is if you have canned beans, try to buy the, the lower salt variety, but still rinse them before you use them in your recipes. Because Good. They have a very high sodium content, and they're not necessarily they really it's not really a, a nice salty flavor. No, it, it tastes chemically. I, especially once you start eating healthy, you start noticing things like yes. that. Yes. So. The more I look at labels, the more, because I, I do it for my son, who it's important for him to get good fats, good oils, mm -hmm. good proteins, things like that, because, you know, he's just now eating orally, tube-fed, 
even with the tube, I have to make sure that I'm feeding him the proper things. And I want them to be healthy for him, not crap that I'm feeding him, but still taste good so he wants to eat them as we blend them and things like that. So things like this, I could totally blend up for him mm-hmm. and he could eat it and it's healthy and it's yummy and all of those wonderful things. So it's the more I look at labels for him, the more I'm like, holy shit, look at all the stuff that they're putting it, the preservatives, all of the things to keep this food good, and mm-hmm. look at all of this sodium. Holy crap! You want? I wonder why I'm so bloated sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm eating so many things filled with this fake sodium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah, um, beans and greens stew really healthy for you. Really nutritious. Isn't super heavy, especially you know when it's warmer like this. We don't want to eat. No. No. You know, anything that's really heavy, but it's chock full of not just good taste, but nutrition for you. It, yeah, it sounds amazing. I can't wait for this one. That's good. Back when you were talking about moon phases, you were talking about taking the time during this period to hydrate. And that was actually the topic that I thought of for our witchy self-care. Had a friend the other day dehydrate Mm-mm. That is at not a baseball good. game. And she was drinking water. But hydration is something that you do all the time. And if you know that you're going to be out in the hot sun cooking at, you know, a barbecue or baseball game or working in the yard, you need to already, like, pre-hydrate. You need to do that ahead of time. Yes. And water intake is so important. We're mostly water in our bodies. Mm -hmm. It's... And... Everybody goes, oh, I hate drinking water. Do something to make it fun. Put yep. berries in it or yep. mint or, <laughs> a, you know, cucumber and, yes. and, and you know, what have you. However, it's, it, it's going to be more fun for you to drink it. Drink it. it throw a slice of lemon in there or a, yep. a, a slice of lime. Just get the water in. It's, it's so much you will have more energy. You will sleep better. Yes. You will look better. Your skin will look amazing. Yes. Being hydrated. You won't look tired. Those bags under your eyes will start going away. Discoloration under your eyes will start going away. Hydration in your body is huge. Your muscles work better. Your joints work better. Mm-hmm. Everything moves much more smoothly when you're hydrated. And yes, I- you pee more. But you pee out all those toxins that are running throughout your body. So right. just remember that. It's really, really good for you. And if you haven't been having good hydration, you haven't had your water intake where it needs to be, and yes, eight eight ounce glasses, what I do is I have a 32 ounce water bottle, mm-hmm. and I know that by about one o'clock in the afternoon, I need to have finished that first one. Before like 7 p.m., I make sure that second one is finished, and I, and I have it. And if I and if have dinner, we have, you know, lemon infused water or I have you know berries or what have you in the water especially in the summertime it's so easy you know mint water my husband loves that mint and cucumber in in the water mint and cucumber is amazing I love it it's fact in fact that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about in a second but I I'm the same as you Uh, sometimes water gets boring yeah it's straight water gets boring Mm -hmm. but I do find the more water I drink the more water my body wants. Mm -hmm. So when you start drinking that water and your body really gets to that hydrated phase, you're going to realize 
how you were missing out on that hydration because your body's just going to be like, hey, I want some more water because I'm liking this phase now. And I sweat a little bit when I'm outside doing yard work or whatever. I have to have my water out there. If I do not stay hydrated, nine times out of ten, I will lay down that night. My body will be extremely sore. But the next morning, I will wake up with such a horrific migraine because I did not hydrate myself. It's ridiculous. And you can't be an effective human being. You know, all the things that we talked about, you know, taking care of the planet and people... And if you're not taken care of, you can't do any of those exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I get my water by adding lemons to it, mm-hmm. the little juice flavors, the berries, the mint, all that stuff. And sometimes I just drink regular water, but like I said, I get bored. So I infuse all of those wonderful things into it. But another thing that I found, and you're going to find this totally crazy, but whatever. Um, I found this pink water bottle and it's a 32 ouncer Mm -hmm. and I found it at the sports store and it called me in and I think it's the color of it but (laughs) it entices me the pink the beautiful bright pink reminds me I see it all the time and it's right there and it entices me to drink my water and it keeps calling me in drink your water drink your water so for my witchy self-care this week I wanted to talk about my recipe for cleansing water since we're on this cleansing healing kick. Okay. I usually fill a quart water container with water. I add one teaspoon of cayenne pepper, Mm -hmm. freshly mold mint leaves. You can Mm -hmm. buy them at the store if if not everyone is like you that grows them (laughs) in their garden. I just walk outside my back door and my front door. But thanks to you, I do have my mint plant outside and my feverfew plant outside and my rosemary in back and now my lavender outside too. So anyway, so freshly mold mint leaves, just just take a few of them. Um, half a cucumber shaved and sliced, a whole lemon. I love my lemons. I'm a huge fan of lemons. I take a whole lemon, I squeeze it, I slice it up, I squeeze it, and with the rind still on, I just toss it in there. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, some ginger root. Mm. I love using the ginger root. I just shave it, I cl- of course clean it, and I get the outside skin off, and then I just shave some pieces right into it. If you wanted to, you could mull it up and drop that in there as well. And I can guarantee you that this water is going to clean you out. (laughs) Any toxins that you may have had running through your system will not be in your system as you drink this water. And you can just drink it throughout that day. And if you want to do a repeat, all you have to do that day is just fill the water container back up because your ingredients are still good. Trust me, they're still good. Maybe add a little bit more pepper to it, but just fill that water container back up, drink that one, and then start drinking your straight water again. And you will not only be cleansed, but this water really gives you a lot of energy. I think it's the pepper in it that gives you the energy to, I have to try that. bounce off the walls. It's amazing. Trust. It's amazing. Well, I trust you. So yes, so hydrate. Do whatever yes. you have to do to hydrate. Take care of yourself. Um, in our voices of the ancient wisdom ones, what it, <laughs> I can't say this. I, my my throat is so bad right now that it's like my words are getting caught as they're coming out. 
What we should have made you this time is some hot tea with whiskey and honey. Mm, yes, except I have to go to the doctor after we finish this, so no whiskey broth for, for Runa. <laughs> <laughs> but our quote, ancient wisdom uh, quote, is from uh, Zikala Sa, uh, who is Dakota Sioux native, who lived from 1876 to 1938. She was also known by the missionary given name of Gertrude Simmons Bonin. As I said, she was Sioux Indian, born in Yankton, Dakota. She was a writer, editor, musician, teacher, and political activist. She wrote several works chronicling her youthful struggles with identity mm. and pulls between the majority culture and her Native American heritage. Her later books in English were among the first works to bring traditional Native American stories to a widespread white readership. Mm. But she said, the voice of the Great Spirit is heard in the twittering of birds, the rippling of mighty waters, and the sweet breathing of flowers. If this is paganism, then at present, at least, I am pagan. Zitkala Sa. I have to tell you, I am so much earth. This quote is my new favorite. I love this quote because as I go outside and I hear the birds and I see the beautiful flowers and all of that, I rejoice in the fact that I hold the title of pagan or I'm being called pagan. If that's what people want to call me, that's fine. When I am out there, I am one with earth. So if the definition of pagan is one with earth, then that is definitely what I am as well at that time. So this, this quote is definitely my new favorite of all of them so far. I love it. Now we're going to go into the spell of the week. And the spell of this week has to do with the healing and the cleansing and everything that we've been talking about and the water that is associated with Pisces and the emotional aspect and all of that wonderful stuff going on right now. This spell is should be used when you are getting ready to take your ritual cleansing bath mm -hmm. when you're in your bath and right before you get out of your bath so you're going to say it three times and there's three different times that you need to say it you're going to say this before entering your ritual bath once again as you're lying in your tub with your nose above the water and your ears under the water and again as you're patting yourself dry and the water is leaving through the drain. I want you to say it and then get out of the tub that last time. So you're not taking any of the negative aspect from the tub with you outside of the tub. You are completely cleansing yourself before you exit that tub. So when you exit that threshold of your tub, you are cleansed. And that is it. Okay? Here we go. Water waves from me to give unconditional love. Water waves return to me in receiving unconditional love. Water I am enveloped in fills my being with knowing that I am unconditional love. Water so pure, water to heal. Water cleanses any negativity that I may feel. As I stand, as I rise, salty, watery tears of joy, cleansing, being, healing, and unconditional love 
fill my eyes. So it is. As always, very wonderful, Marilyn. Thank you. Thank you. And to our listeners, thank you for spending this time with us. Go in peace, love, and light. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings. Merry part, and blessed be. You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be. Thank you.